1: Welcome back in second hour of the program here on a Wednesday morning and uh, coming up a little bit later in the next hour. We're going to be joined by Lieutenant Scott Carolla and Captain Derek Belong of the New Bedford Police Department to talk about some of the upcoming security measures that will be implemented at the 107th Feast of the Blessed Sacrament kicking off tomorrow at the Madera Field. And we will have uh, all of that information for you with the officers and also a reminder. I just want to make sure that you don't forget about this. On Sunday, as part of the parade that happens on the Sunday of the feast weekend, there will be a military flyover. Two helicopters will be flying very low over the parade route and over Madera Field. That would be a Black Hawk helicopter and a Tomahawk helicopter. So don't be weirded out. Don't be freaked out when they fly low over the city on Sunday. I cannot wait to open up Facebook and see all the people. What are those helicopters doing flying so low over New Bedford? It's a flyover, a military flyover, which is pretty cool. 508-996-0500. Uh, caller, I'll get right to you in just one second, but let me just set the table here. We are talking more about the issue with the ballot question in New Bedford with the And more so, you know, at this point, I know people are saying, well, you've been talking about this now for three days. But the problem is, is for three days, we haven't gotten any answers. We haven't had any city officials step forward. We haven't had any, you know, no, not the mayor, although he'll be on later on with Chris and Marcus. Not the mayor. None of the counselors have issued a statement regarding it. The election commissioner has not returned our request for response. The city solicitor has not returned a request for response. So there's, it's, it's a dodge. That's what it seems like. It's a dodge. And it could be that they're trying, you know, maybe the mayor is trying to get all the information before he comes forward with a statement, but just tell us that. By the way, too, uh, if you're out and about and looking for some breakfast or some donuts, check out my story at wbsm.com and on the app. A brand new breakfast spot in Fairhaven opened yesterday in the former Margaret's. It's called May Breakfast, M-E-Y, and they have fantastic donuts. So the the crew here has been enjoying some this morning and uh, they really are very light, very airy, very fluffy. You can eat them and not feel too guilty. May even told me that she uses less sugar in the donuts so that they're a little bit healthier for you. So there you go. It's almost like a diet food. All right. I didn't, I didn't really mean that. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM.
2: Yeah. Good morning, Tim. How are you doing? That sounds like a good donut. Yeah, it really is. It really oh, yeah, was. Should check it out. Uh, you know, I hear a lot of out of town of uh, people, a lot of uh, out of the city voices that chime in a lot in the city, but as someone who lives here and owns a house here, uh, you know, let me just say this in all sincerity and be very candid with you. You know, uh, this, our quality of life here, I'm going to tell it like it is. is we're living in a su- substandard quality of life in this city. We have uh, our uh, public servants, okay, who've gone rogue. They, uh, uh, we're being underserved. I, I I would even argue that migrants and refugees that come into the city are being treated much better than we are. And let me just, I'm going to list a, co- a few things here. Uh, uh, not just only this thing that happened to Catherine and, and uh, Ballot Question, uh, but uh, uh, we, I think it was during 50s night they had a, a big uh, uh, city council meeting. A lot of people were in attendance. Uh, but the balcony, you can't put anything in there because some city councilors are insecure. They're using that as storage, uncalled for. And then uh, this musical chairs. I mean, if you listen to Gilly Safiolis and Carlos Felix, uh, they're more concerned about chair positioning, Uh, people sitting on the floor because some city councilors are insecure about, you know, maybe someone might have a, a disagreement. Uh, it's uncalled for, unacceptable. And then the mayor leapfrogs the city council, and he uses the licensing board to ban nips, and he basically just as a uh, was the was the uh, meeting there at uh, the the main library downtown. Is that yeah, my that's, understanding? That's where they held okay. that meeting. Yes. All right. So that was just to give a show that he's pretending to listen when he already had made up his mind. He leapfrogged. You know. This is. This is just an example of the things that are happening in the city. You know, if this wasn't in another city, people would be up in arms and and they would want uh, something to be done. But in New Bedford, you know, you co- you continue to pay high taxes and you're supposed to say, oh, okay, thank you, ma'am, thank you, sir, for this dysfunctional government, uh, you know, that no longer serves the best interests of the people but plays inside baseball to re- it's well, I scratch your back, you scratch my back, and I'm going to cover you. Make sure you, get, you, you, know, you have a, a long uh, political career and that you get a good pension and you get good benefits. Uh, that's not what the city, uh, that's not what city government's about. City Hall is our home. We pay taxes for it, and we shouldn't be sitting on the floor. If we're going to sit on the floor, then we're going to take all the chairs away from the city councils and the mayor, and they're going to sit on the floor. It's outrageous that we continue to allow this and to have public servants that have gone rogue who think they're noble, noble uh, men, uh, aristocrats. We're paying their salaries and we're being treated like crap. I'm going to tell it like it is.
1: And you did. You did. Uh, I just you know, want to ask you something that's kind of a little bit off, off topic, but uh, you probably heard us mention the, the, the caller get together that we're going to have. Would you would you attend that if we had one? Well, it depends on the day okay because a lot we, we uh, and, and could I ask your name or what name you would want to use on the air Oh well, my name is, my name is Jimmy anyway okay because a lot of people have asked if you will be there so I just want uh, you to know Jimmy Oh, well, I can't you, guarantee you, either way you, you, you'd be a guest of honor you. I think but if you can well, make you it we would love to have you
2: well, i can't I can't I can't promise you one way or another
1: all right we'll all let right. you know though when we know the uh, the actual information
2: all right Tim
1: all right thank you Jimmy. you Bye-bye. have a good day. And uh, we will. Um, and if I ask your name, and you don't want to give your real name, you can give me a name that you would use, but just something that people would recognize you for. Because people are asking. I get app chat message saying, "Ask their name. Ask their name," because they want to meet these callers. And this thing is going to happen. I'm telling you, it's going to happen. Uh, we've already had offers of places that are willing to host it. I just think that we need bigger space than, than what we're being offered because it seems like a lot of people want to come out to this. Anyway, side side note. Uh, let's get back to your calls. You're next on WBSM. How are you doing? Oh, there you go. There you are. Okay, yeah, we had a little there issue. We there we go. There we go.
0: Bluetooth is uh, Um Are you there? Yep, I'm here. Okay, all right, perfect. So I, I heard you mention the, the mayor. One thing I did want to uh, bring up and not getting enough attention is his reaction to a judge that released a, a gentleman who was not even a gentleman, a guy. He was, uh, I guess, con- not not convicted, but he was uh, arrested for armed robbery, and they, and they released him. They said he's a danger to the public, and the justice actually, the judge actually said, "Nah, you know we don't believe he's a a danger to the public." The mayor actually spoke out about it. The Mm -hmm. chief of police of New Bedford, he also spoke out uh, against this. And I I was looking it up last night, and we need to start to hold judges accountable. And there's there's three different avenues that we can we can take. We can obviously impeach. Uh, This is all through petitions. we can impeach. We can we can call the governor's council or ju- uh, judicial council, and but we, we need to hold judges accountable for releasing dangerous criminals back onto the street and not holding them in a cell until their trial. Yeah, too often, uh, you know, too often we, we see them just being released. That's why a lot of people don't feel safe in the city or in the area, is because these judges are not held about, accountable. They 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 feel insulated because nobody really pays attention uh, to what they do because it's not really in the news as much as it should be when they do, you know, outrageous things like release a, uh, a criminal or somebody who's being accused of being a criminal of armed robbery. You know, these are dangerous, violent people who are not holding behind bars
1: and the judges will point to you know hey we're we're just at the mercy of what the what the statutes are for you know whether or not we can hold somebody but it does seem like the judges always go toward the low end of that of of, of that wiggle room that they have the right. low end being letting them go. right
0: i think i think what we need to start discussing they used to be like minimum mandatories for drug offenses you know if you're caught with an ounce of weed or something or less than an ounce of so weed, they used to hold, you know, there was a minimum mandatory sentence uh, for those types of, of crimes back when it was illegal. We need to start actually doing minimum mandatory sentences for, for violent crimes. You know, if you're caught with an illegal gun, you know, minimum mandatory, you're not convicted of that 10 years, no parole, no nothing, you're going away for 10. You didn't do anything really wrong other than, other than having illegal gun Uh, that's not yours that may be a stolen gun or or you have a gun without a license but if you're convicted of of even a violent crime come away for 25 years
1: Done. yeah and those those changes those changes have to happen with the legislature but so this is this is a situation where there is no conviction yet for this crime this is just the person was arraigned and instead of being held they were let go now but if you pay attention to some of the releases that come out from the district attorney's office, you'll even see in those that the the prosecutors will argue for these higher sentences and the judges will give them, you know, something on the lesser end and, and they point it out every time.
0: Right. And how and the reason is, I think the reason is, is these judges feel insulated. They can do what they want. They can act you know in the in in the interest of the not not the prosecutor, but in the defense act in the interest of the criminal. Say, oh, you know, he's not that bad. He's, he's a violent criminal. He, he's, uh, you know, uh, is accused of armed robbery with a knife in this instance. The mayor of New Jersey to speak out, you know, the mayor actually has to go after the judge. You know, speak out directly to the actual justice that, that made this decision and say, you know what, we need to start looking further into these justices that, that do these things. And, and make these calls and hold them accountable and say, you know what, if you're not going to do your job and keep our area safe, you're going to lose your job.
1: Yeah. And I, I think it's something yeah. that we'll, we'll look into having a discussion maybe with the, the, the police chief and with the district attorney and, and, and talk with them to kind of share some of their frustrations in this because I think it's something that people do need to hear more about.
0: I, yeah, absolutely. I think a lot of people would be frustrated. They, they'd actually get involved a little bit more, just like the petition that we're talking about on the air for the past three, four days now, we need to start petitioning that and actually get those types of things rolling and hold the justices
1: accountable. Yep, absolutely. All right, well, thank you for the call. Thank you. Have a good day. And uh, one thing I will say is I I read that statement from Mayor Mitchell on Facebook, and you can read the article at WBSM.com and on the app, but all I was thinking is, you know, here's the mayor saying, well, here's a guy who has a long record and the judge puts him away The judge doesn't want to put him away and hold him, even with all these charges against him, even with all these convictions that he's had. He doesn't feel that he's a danger to the community and allows him to be put back out on the streets. I would also argue, but when we request booking photos for these arrests, we're told, well, they haven't been convicted of anything. And if they don't get convicted of it and you gave the booking photo, we could face a lawsuit. Well, if you think that they're so bad that they should be thrown in jail and and stay in jail until they actually... Are tried for the crime that you were saying that they should be incarcerated for. Uh, well, then I think you could give us the photo of them to, to share. If they're a danger to the public, let us show people what they look like so they can be aware. Anyway, 508 996 0500. Good morning. You're next on WBSM.
3: Good morning, Tim. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How about yourself?
1: Doing all right. What's on your mind?
3: Oh, great show. Uh, I just wanted to ask you a couple of things. What I first wanted to know is I heard yesterday the sheriff i I, I want to know if I heard him right or not, but the the government is giving him 20 million dollars for the inmates to be able to make phone calls. Is that correct?
1: No they they put that into the budget for uh, any for anybody in any any jail. It's not just going to him directly.
3: Uh, yeah, but I'm saying the, the state gave $20 million for inmates to be able to make phone calls.
1: Is yes.
4: that correct? Yes, for inmates to be able to make phone calls, yes. Just a clarification. It's $20 million to pay for the services. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's service. what we said, Adam. So,
4: oh, okay. Yes, that's
3: great. So, So my question is this. If you break the law, there's a lot of money put in for the services. How about if you don't break the law? Like you and me, we don't break the law. We're not getting any services from the federal government. Isn't that a little bit backwards, Tim? Temp-
1: well, I mean, I guess, you know, we could also argue that we deserve a free phone. And there are programs for people that need a free phone. There are programs for people that are uh, unable to afford a cell phone. The government will provide them with one.
3: So, so what I would say to that is I'm not up to anything for free because somebody who's working is paying for something for free. But I'd like to hop off of that and get on to this valid question if I could. You can. Yes. uh, So I understand that this story broke on last Thursday or Friday. Is that correct?
1: Uh, Yes. New Bedford Light published it on on Friday after on Thursday they received the information about this being invalid.
3: Okay. So we're now the following week. Mm -hmm. And and the only information we received through the city government was yesterday. Mr. Oliver had an appointment with uh, Chris and Marcus. Yes, That's he, the only word that we've gotten, correct?
1: He came on yesterday and also uh Counselor Lima did let me know that he's going to be talking with Catherine about it to get more information, but he doesn't have a formal statement on it yet.
3: Right, right. So so in other words, in five days or so, we've gotten zero leadership out of the city of
1: New Bedford. Would that be fair to say? It I I you know, it's hard to say that because I don't know what's going on behind the scenes. If there's like some sort of an investigation going on into this, I will say that they could have, if that's the case, they could have said, we are looking into this. We will have a statement after our, you know, look into it is completed. I'm not, I'm not saying I need to have, you know, the, the answer right away. I just need to know that somebody cares enough to be looking for the answer. And I, I, we haven't heard that somebody cares enough yet to be looking I, for the and answer. I,
3: and I, agree with, I agree with you, Tim, a thousand percent that I am absolutely. Yesterday, when, when, uh, after I heard Mr. Oliver on the phone, uh, I reached out to him approximately six hours later, and I told him that he has lost the six registered votes in my house. Uh, I told him that I was disgusted with his lack of leadership, and all he is doing is following. Uh, We need people to step forward. Uh, When Ms. Morad decided to move that bench out of city chambers, that should have been balked by every single city councilor. That is unacceptable behavior. These people work for us. We do not work for them. I agree with your last caller. This, This is out of control. Where these people... They want a bench taken out. Well, we're going to put a TV there so the bench leaves and Gilly's got to sit on the floor. This is unacceptable, Tim. I'm sorry.
1: No, I I get it. I understand. I got to just hold you there because I got to take a break. But thank you for the call awesome thank you have a great day you as well and i do have to take that break when we come back we'll uh we'll be going into the newsroom on the other side of the news more of your phone calls and then the police will be here later not the band the actual police officers they'll be here to talk with us about the feast security although it would be pretty cool if the police showed up and played a surprise show at the feast right wouldn't that be awesome uh sting if you're listening Give me a call. I'll let you know uh, where the best place is to park. We'll be right back. And in just a moment, we'll be going into the newsroom with Adam. But uh, before that, before he gives you all the news, well, me and Toho Mexican Restaurant has some big news, too. They've opened a third location in New Bedford. Now you can grab your favorites at their new location located at 245 Cogsall Street in New Bedford. Mia Tojo is known for offering a variety of authentic Mexican food that will please any Mexican food lover, including burritos, fajitas, enchiladas, and of course, margaritas, however you want them. I love the food from me And tojo and, uh, and the margaritas certainly, uh, certainly go down pretty well as well. With so many tempting options to choose from, and now with their newest location on Cogsall Street in New Bedford... This is a night tonight that you should make a Mexican night at one of Miantoho's three new Bedford locations. See more at Mexican Restaurant.com. Let's go now into the newsroom with Adam.
4: Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani is taking aim at special counsel Jack Smith after Smith indicted former President Donald Trump for his alleged attempts to overturn the 2020 presidential election. Giuliani went after Smith yesterday in an interview on the conservative network NewMAX, calling Newsmax, calling him of acting like an unethical lawyer who is sick with Trump derangement syndrome. Giuliani worked as one of Trump's legal advisers and his attorney and says the US, and says he's likely one of six unnamed co-conspirators in the, in the indictment. A new Louisiana law requires every public school classroom in the state to display a printed poster that reads, In God We Trust. The law is one of a number that took effect on Tuesday. Republican State Representative Dodie Horton authored the bill and points out that the statement is the official national motto. The law says schools can spend public dollars on the posters or accept them as donations. An ACLU spokesman claims the poster put religious pressure on students, but Horton insists they provide a positive, non-sectarian message. A man driving a stolen SUV is in custody after plowing into a group of people on a sidewalk in Manhattan. Trey Thomas reports.
0: Police say it happened Tuesday when officers were trying to make a traffic stop and the driver tried to flee. driver of the stolen vehicle was detained by civilians and held until the arrival of backup officers who were able to arrest the motorists.
4: Roughly 10 people were injured, but they're all expected to survive. I'm Trey Thomas. Bad Bath and Beyond is back! Sort of. Overstock is now the bed, bath, and beyond after the buying of its intellectual property for $21.5 million after it filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy. When you search for either online, you will be taken to the same landing page where both companies' logos will be displayed for the next few months until the rebranding is complete. Smoke from California's largest wildfire of the year is impacting neighboring states. The York Fire has scorched more than 80,000 acres of land in the Mojave Desert. Fire crews have been working in extreme heat conditions with temperatures surpassing 100 degrees. Smoke from the fire is reaching into Nevada and southern Utah. And while no homes or other structures are currently at risk, there are concerns about the long-term impact on the ecosystem. And Taylor Swift is giving massive bonuses to the truck drivers of her Eras tour. Brooke Walker reports. I'll directly at the sun, TMZ reports
3: Swift gave $100,000 to each truck driver working her U.S. tour. Those 50 drivers have been hauling the tour's equipment across the U for over four months. Sources say the checks were an end-of-tour bonus as the U-Leg comes to a
4: close this week in California. I'm Brooks Walker, NBC News Radio. And in sports, after a three-game losing streak, the Boston Red Sox broke it with a 6-4 win against the Seattle Mariners last night. There's one more game in the three-game series against the two teams, and it's today at 4.10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And now, here's your ABC6 local weather forecast.
1: You can expect another beautiful day in store for us around the area today.
4: We'll have those low humidity levels, but it's going to be very pleasant. A lot of sunshine. Get out and enjoy the day if you can. High near 77. Overnight tonight we get down to 61 degrees. And for
1: your Thursday... The humidity starts to return, creeps back into the forecast. We'll be seeing a high near 77 degrees. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Skylar
4: Spindler on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. It is currently 61 degrees right now in New Bedford. I'm Adam Bass, WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's News Talk Station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts and podcasts with the WBSM app.
3: WBSN. Start 1420
1: Welcome back. And, uh, you know, I, I, we were talking earlier about Council President Linda Morad and uh, about whether or not she would want to push this issue forward uh, about the ballot question for term limits for the city councilors. And I'll say this. We didn't even say happy birthday to her today. Today is the council president's birthday, so happy birthday to her. Just taking a look at some of my Facebook birthdays, it's, it's also the birthday of Brian, the owner over at Pandolfi's Mattapois at Diner, and it's also the birthday of Butch Patrick, who played Eddie Munster on The Monsters. So, I'll, uh, I'll never forget the time, the first time that I was supposed to talk to Butch Patrick on Spooky South Coast. He, he didn't call in, and I was, like, texting him, Butch, where are you? <laughs> Why aren't you calling in? We've been promoting this. Why haven't you called in? And he's the nicest guy in the world. So I was like, why is he not calling us? And as it turns out, uh, he was in the middle of a, I think it was a hurricane, a hurricane or a tornado, but he was in the middle of the storm and uh, and had to evacuate. And here I am texting him, you know, as he's trying to like let people know that he's safe, uh, you know, his friends and loved ones. And I'm sitting there like, you're supposed to be on our radio show right now. And I'm sure that was the least of his worries. But again, Butch Patrick, super guy, uh, really nice guy. And certainly someone who, Loves this area. He came down and he did um, he did a, a convention here at the Seaport Inn in Fairhaven. He comes down to Rhode Island Comic Con. He's been, uh, I think they're probably going to have him at Terracon this year. He loves coming to this area. He loves the South Coast. He loves all of our culture and all of our food. And uh, I'm sure it won't be long before he's back again. And maybe maybe we'll have him come in in studio and hang out. And you can call in and talk to Eddie Munster. It's funny because I was texting him, Munster, call in. You know, Munster, go home. Anyway, 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in about this or any of the issues that we've been discussing this morning. Uh, Again, we will hear from the mayor this morning at 11 a.m. during South Coast Now with Marcus Farrow, Chris McCarthy. They have him on every Wednesday. So he will be on later on. And they will certainly ask him about this situation. Now, I have requested a statement from the mayor on this. I've requested a comment from the mayor. Uh, his spokesperson got back to me yesterday and just asked if, you know, what the deadline was. So I don't know if they're going to get something over to me before he comes in at 11. And if they do, if it's on this program, I'll read it to you. And if it happens while Chris and Marcus are on, I will bring it to them. Uh, but certainly he will be here to talk to them in person and and he can address it then. Uh, And of course we will ask council president Morad about it on Friday. If we haven't heard from her uh, by then. So right now, I, as I said, I have emails out to all the counselors just asking for a comment. And as I even said in the email to them, I said, "I, I understand that it might be a conflict for you to, to talk about the idea of term limits for city counselors. And that's not what I'm asking about here. I'm asking about the the process of what this was, and and citizens who felt as if they were led astray in this process, and and how do you how do you address that? How do you address the fact that the election office didn't know what the procedure was? They reached out to the city solicitor's office. City solicitor's office didn't give them the information that they needed to give to the citizens. Made them wait. I mean, it, it can just be a huge mess up all the way around, but somebody has to step forward and say, yeah, yeah, you know, partially our fault. And I think Catherine and Paul have, you know, said that where they're comfortable saying that in other, other places they haven't said that, you know, Jack, Jack's blame was here yesterday saying that, you know, they, they deserve some of the blame because they should have known the procedure. But then Catherine called in and said, Well, how are we supposed to know the procedure if the election commissioner doesn't know the procedure? You know, I'm paraphrasing, but that was that was the point she was making, is and and I I disagreed with Jack when he said that you can't rely necessarily on government officials because they have their own self interest or their own agenda with the information that they're giving out, but that's not what they're being paid for. And, and you can say I'm just being ideological and saying that if you're paid to do a job for the people, you should be doing that job for the people who are paying you and not the people who, say, appointed you or who you've gotten to know while you're in office or or who you perceive as the power players. Your job is to serve the citizenry. And there is no – like it, to me – you, you can't serve both sides in this equation. The, the people of the city, residents, voters of the city, came to you with a question. You owe it to them to get them the answer. And if the city solicitor wasn't giving you the answer, then find another way. Find another way to get that information. And to the city solicitor's office, the same thing. The people had a question. You made the people Wait. Now, it's a little bit different with the city solicitor's office because they're not necessarily working directly for the people. But I think citizen questions should should be a priority. 508-996-0500, if you want to call in and chime in, you can also send us app chat messages via the WBSM app. You can also record open line voicemails via the WBSM app as well. Right now, though, I'm going to take my next break. We'll be back in a few moments. in 508-996-0500 and also happy birthday to marcus's mom happy birthday mama pharaoh it is uh, a, a very big day for a lot of birthdays today my my facebook friends list is full of them so uh 508-996-0500 is the number to call in if you want to chime in and uh of course it's right around this time quarter of eight just past the halfway point of the the morning for me Where I start to get hungry, start to think about getting some breakfast or lunch, depending on, you know, what I feel like having once the show is over, because I've already been up for a while. But when I want to have breakfast, just another Phoenix restaurant is a go to place because of the creativity that they have in their menu. I never have to have the same thing twice. When I go to Just Another Phoenix, although if I have something that is a favorite, Boston cream stuffed French toast, I can more often than not be able to get it. But they always have something unique and something different on the menu with their creative specials. So if you are looking for something that is a little bit different, then head on over to Just Another Phoenix on Fawn's Corner Road in North Dartmouth and get yourself something different. Maybe you just want something simple like a cheese roll. Uh, You walk into these other places and they have great cheese rolls. They have great linguisa cheese rolls, but really that's it. That's your your options. You're limited to just those two. At Just Another Phoenix, they'll stuff a cheese roll with anything that you want in it, any meat, any vegetable. They have great home fries over there. They have fantastic pancakes. I don't usually even go for pancakes. But at Just Another Phoenix, they're so light and fluffy, and they come up with so many different ideas to top them that you can't help but get at least one pancake on the side with your breakfast, right? Especially if they're doing the red velvet ones. Mm. So head on over there. Again, Fawn's Corner Road in North Dartmouth. If you can't stop in and sit down and have breakfast, pick up anything off their menu at their drive through window. Super easy, super convenient, super delicious. Just Another Phoenix Restaurant. All right, uh, again, 508-996-0500. That's our number if you want to call in and be heard on this topic. I I, I think today, you know, as, as I said, Marcus and Chris will have the mayor in on South Coast now at 11 a.m. So we'll get some sort of answer. And I th- that's got to be what's going on here, right? It's got to be the mayor saying, I'll take care of this. I will address this. Because how could we have gone all this time without hearing more or anything from the city election office, from the city solicitor's office, when we've requested information? I haven't seen a follow-up article from New Bedford Light, so I'm assuming that they haven't talked to them either. We knew that was the case, at least on Monday, when we spoke with Jack. So maybe there's more... ...to the story that we haven't been told, but we need to be told. And why are the counselors not at least coming forward and saying... ...this process needs to be examined? Again, I don't expect them to to come forward and say... ...we support getting this particular question on the ballot... ...although if you call them and leave enough messages... and, ...and reach out to the counselors enough... Maybe you can force their hand because, as, as we've been saying, the council president was ready to put a question to repeal the CPA, which has delivered millions of dollars to New Bedford for community preservation, recreation, affordable housing, historic preservation, all these things that it has done. She was willing to put a question on the ballot to have that repealed, to have that go away based on a couple of dozen phone calls. And as she said, it should be put to the people to, de- to decide. So if a couple of dozen people called her and she felt that this question should be put to the people to decide, well, then maybe the same thing will happen if a couple of hundred people call her and say that they want to see this question on the ballot. Maybe a couple of thousand people could call. Again, as I said earlier, 2,700 people signed that paper. Let's just throw away 700 signatures. That might not have been, you know, validated. And let's take that 2,000 that's left and say half of those people didn't really care what they were signing or don't really want to push it further. That still gives you a 1,000 people that would be fired up about this and making phone calls to the city council office. That's a lot more than two dozen. 508-996-0500. Back in a few moments. <clears throat> The weirdest yet most ubiquitous songs of the 1980s is Yellow's Oh Yeah. That's Y-E-L-L-O, Yellow. Uh, But that is one of the weirdest songs you'll ever hear. But it's also an accurate statement that you will make if you go out to the lobster pot in Bristol, Rhode Island. Because when they bring that beautiful plate of lobster or whatever else you've ordered and put it down in front of you, you're going to look at that and say, oh, yeah. You know that the lobster pot has amazing food. They have an amazing dining experience. But what you might not be aware of is that the patio is open. So on a beautiful day like today, you can sit outside and get the fresh sea air while you are enjoying your fresh seafood with a beautiful view of narragansett bay the lobster pot is just minutes away from anywhere on the south coast the lobster pot in bristol is where you can go to enjoy a great meal with something on their menu everyone can enjoy even if you don't like seafood they have many items for you or you can head to the lounge for a relaxing cocktail while you listen to some great live music every friday and saturday night throughout the summer they're open for lunch and dinner wednesday through sunday which means you can head on over there for lunch or dinner today That's the Lobster Pot in Bristol, Rhode Island. Visit them online. Check out their menu, lobsterpotri.com. All right, that'll do it for this hour. We're going to be going into the newsroom in just a few moments, and when we come back on the other side, we'll be joined from the New Bedford Police Department by Lieutenant Scott Carolla and uh, Captain Derek Belong, who is the captain of the North End, and he is the one who is uh, the point person for all of the Feast security. They're going to be talking about the new security measures in place this year for the 107th feast of the blessed sacrament so we'll talk about that perimeter fencing we'll talk about those metal detectors and what that all means for the folks who will be attending the feast